Welcome back to the Mailman Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, we didn't have a show last week that was out uh, for some stuff going on in my life, but we are back with two of my favorite gentlemen in Austin, Texas, Will DeFreeze, and you may know him from Mind of Micah and the Micah Weiner newsletter, Mike Weiner. Hello. How are we doing, Micah? I'm great. I can't wait to uh, chop it up with you guys and uh, Kayla and Dylan. Are they going to be on these screens, or how's that working? <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, we splice them in post, so it's it's really just quite the production. Okay, great. I, I love the mail-in with Kayla and Dylan. I'm excited about this. <laughs> and it's great to be with you guys, too. Uh, yes, thank you for mentioning my newsletter, otherwise known as Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. And guys, this is kind of a big, big moment. 52 seconds. Well, this is the 52nd volume coming Monday. Wow, I've been doing year. this for a full year. One year. A lot of haters said this would never happen, but I have done it. Well, I will be able to do it. Uh, I'm finishing this week's newsletter. It's in your inbox every Monday. If you're unfamiliar, I'll give you 52 <laughs> seconds here. It's a newsletter about things that I, Michael Weiner, find interesting. That's it. That's the whole criteria. Uh, a lot of good stuff there. It comes to your inbox every Monday around lunchtime. It's free. All you have to do is go to michaelweiner.substack.com or click the link in the description of this podcast to subscribe for free and share with a friend. Thank you for being a part of this journey. That's perfect. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Will, thank you for uh, for hopping in, too. Yes, uh, I will give a brief clarification today. If I have any takes that might seem half-baked, it's because I'm half-baked right now. No, the, you so you had some ice cream on the way here. I, I mashed that Benadryl button after my performance on Circling Back earlier today where I couldn't uh, stop wiping my nose because mm. I have allergies out the wazoo. Nice. And so, yeah, if I'm, if I'm like a half-step behind... I'll catch up eventually. There he is. But yeah, I, I'm a little go- I'm a little gone right now. I like it. Real quick shout out to uh, Wazoo, who was in my graduating class. Why? I hope you're doing well. Wow, that's big. Yeah, that's a great name. And she was she was awesome. She was a very uh, very intelligent person, and I hope she's doing well. Why? I think she's probably doing just fine. You may be wondering if this is your first time here. What is the Mail in Podcast? And the answer is we do our best to answer your questions. You may run into situations in your 20s or 30s or 40s that you need help with, and we're here to do just that. We'll get a laugh in, maybe walk away with something useful. How can you help us out? Tell a friend about the podcast. Send them a clip or a segment that makes sense based on a question that you might hear during this episode. Hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888 6245 or M-A-I-L, spelling of mail. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio at Podcast. Before we get started, Will, you've done this before, but Micah, we asked every new guest on this show, what was your screen name back in the day? Oh, wow. This is embarrassing. Did you call it AIM or AIM? I don't think I called it either of those things, to be honest. Um, I, I chatted on AOL. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. You, was, to you that. had like the precursor to. Yeah, this was back when when we had an actual AOL account. Well, your dad still has an actual AOL. Account. I he has finally gotten rid of it. Oh. Wow. So how long? I had to take it from him, kicking, stre- screaming. It took me fifteen years. <laughs> well, maybe not fifteen. At least ten. At least ten. Going back to two thousand nine. So like eleven, twelve years of just be like, 
Dad, you look like a dinosaur. You can't, you can't use this. He's in a competitive industry. Like You've got to get rid of the AOL account. And then finally in 2020, I somehow managed. The funniest thing is he was still paying for AOL. Oh, my. Until I canceled it. I was like, well, your AOL is now free, which you probably could have canceled. Like your email is, is free. You could have canceled everything else probably five or six years ago without penalty. Uh, and he was also paying AOL's uh, virus protection. On top of the $9 a month for AOL, an additional $5 a month for virus protection. And I was like, Dad, AOL is giving you viruses. You <laughs> you need to just delete this and throw this computer away. Anyway, uh, where was I? What your was screen- your screen name, Micah? Well, it's a little embarrassing, truthfully. Okay. That's why we do this question. It was Bornahorn. Oh, man. <laughs> Born a horn. Yes, it's a longhorn reference, not a R- sure, not a horny reference. I know, <laughs> I know what the Wash Media universe is like. No, uh, yes, you can you can find me at Bornahorn on you AOL. Had the, you had the original B O R N A H R N. Bornahorn at AOL. Yeah, born a horn, and you're the world's biggest longhorn fan now. So this is beautiful. Well, things change over time. I was in fact born a horn, but it it didn't turn out that way. That's too bad. Um, That's a good one, though. You know, my brother, uh, who who's younger than me, adopted the AIM handle Born a Horn Junior. Oh, which is just kind of funny to me. <laughs> well, you were the, you were senior. I uh, obviously yeah. Did, yeah, did you think about updating yours to senior? You know, I probably should have. Which which Morris brothers brother is it? Uh, the one who plays for the Clippers? If it's Marcus or Marquise? Yes, whichever Morris brother it is. Who is? I think it's Marcus. Is Marcus Morris Senior on his jersey? I just love that. Yeah. Like it's totally unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate that too. I but I I like the surname on the on their surname. Is that the right term? Surname. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. I mean, no. Ter- surname is just last name, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, whatever. I I like that. And uh, yeah, born a horn in the building. Born a horn in the building. As is real quick. Well, what was yours again? Uh, I had two young Willis as oh, well as Wildo eight. Wildo eight. That's good. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Adam has no idea what instant messaging was. Shouts to. Uh, Producer Adam over there. What year were you born, Adam? I was born in 2000. That's 2000 for the folks out there. <laughs> okay. 9-11 means nothing That means to nothing to you. It's like it never even happened. It's crazy. Let's get into the questions on that note. Hey, Brett and guests. I have a quick story followed by a two-part question. For context, I'm a 25-year-old male living in an apartment in an urban area with two roommates. Set the scene. Okay. Recently... I had some friends over to my apartment. While congregating in the kitchen, one of my buddies, who is a few years older than I, points out my napkin holder on the countertop. He made a joke about how they were mismatched and that it is trash to have your leftover Chipotle napkins out on display. We had a laugh about it and whatnot, and at first I shrugged it off, but now it has me thinking. Is it trash to use extra mismatched carryout napkins at home? Two... What are other things around the house that younger people can get away with that need to end by the time you're in your mid-20s? I'm moving to my own place in the coming weeks, and I'd like to make it presentable. Okay, I have a lot to say about this. Uh, We'll start with the second part of the question. The first thing that comes to my mind is cheap shampoo. When you're in your your 20s, and I don't know if you guys are sponsored by any uh, grooming products at the moment, um, and if you are, feel free to insert those. Just go off. Yeah, just go go off. off. No, no, but everyone knows that guy who's, I mean, maybe maybe our interns here who are poor. 
I, you know, you're a young guy. You're fresh out of school, and you just well, yeah, go. You want to spend money on beer and not shampoo, right? Yeah. And you and you have one dollar bottle of, of Suave, the Suave uh, five in one, the or Suave five in. <laughs> now that's even more broke, boy. <laughs> I mean, I can't trust anyone like that. But we've all at some point in our lives had the the, the sour, the sour, uh, you know, the green sour apple. Uh, suave in <laughs> shampoo in in the in the uh, in the shower. That's unacceptable once you reach twenty five. Absolutely, and, and and it's not that's unacceptable. It's one of the joys of having a little bit of disposable income mm-hmm. is to be able to to afford some decent grooming products. Insert whichever one you guys are currently. Uh, Pimping on on the the network. We're not on pimping this that podcast, much. Yeah. Nothing right now. Yeah, so. we're not pimping that much okay, when great. it comes to to the the beauty stuff. Well, yeah. So that that's the first one that comes to mind. That you like. That, that's unacceptable at this point. For me, the first step thing your game up. I think of um, there's a, a very college especially when you put the beer bottles on top of your fridge and your cabinets. That has to be over by twenty three. Yeah, that's over by twenty three. It's got to go. It's, it should probably be over by twenty one. Truthfully, yeah. I think that like one of the things that I think of is that like if you're approaching your mid twenties and you want to upgrade your place, you absolutely cannot have your your number one sofa option cannot be a futon. Ooh, that's a good one. Get that's away from one. the futon. You can have one in the den. You can have one in another room. You can have one in your bedroom just in case okay. you have a buddy sleeping over. But you can't have, like, your main thing be, like, the cheap futon where you can feel the stuff. They make nice-ass futons now, though. So, sure. like, you could trick me into sitting on one, and I probably wouldn't even know. Still. But just make sure you don't You don't need to... that to be the centerpiece of your living area. Exactly. Even like, if it's a nice one. I've sat on some very, very nice futons, have but you? I still – if someone told me, like, hey, yeah, this is a futon, I'd be like – Oh fuck! Even like a Herman Miller futon, your wheels like poo-poo. you just you no, can't just no, go no, crazy. No. You can't go crazy on the futons. But to answer this guy's actual question or his first part of the question about the <laughs> napkins, like, yeah, dude, don't have those on your counter. You can't have those on your counter. No, if you're going to like, we have a drawer that is solely dedicated to takeout stuff that we haven't used. Mm. It has the napkins. It has the the prepackaged stuff. The soy sauce chopsticks. All of that is all just in one thing, so that we never have to think about it. I totally and if agree. we need something, you just open the drawer and it's like, all right, here, we're, we're on the go today. We got to grab some of this to go stuff. Let me also say I feel slightly triggered because this is one of the first bits we did on the Ross Bolin podcast. You guys, you guys know friend a lot of, of napkin stealing friend of, of Wash Media, Ross Bolin, because I, I maintain that every man and probably woman, but every man, especially in his early to mid 20s, just has a drawer full of Chipotle napkins, specifically Chipotle napkins. <laughs> the way that they have the napkins uh, distributed and they're recycled, I, I don't know. Like, There's just something about it where anytime you get that burrito, you get a stack of napkins that's eight inches tall, mm-hmm. and you throw it in the bag, and mm-hmm. you these become your napkin of default. <laughs> I, like, I, 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 haven't, I don't remember the last time I had Chipotle, but I'd be willing to bet there are – at least four Chipotle napkins in my glove box right now oh, at this moment. No, Chipotle and Subway, uh, those napkins have You graced, eat fresh? Not in years, but they're there somehow. I don't know yeah, why. I see. They're, they're, Did you guys hear about the, the big Subway revamp? Yeah. They're claiming really? the tuna's you guys tuna talk now, about? right? Well, they claimed it was always tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they, they, uh, it's called the Eat Fresh Refresh. Really? And apparently it's very half-baked. I, I read a thing about Very it. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Subway's trash. I also, uh, <laughs> I used to live with this person 
uh, in Dallas when I first moved to Dallas. She was the worst human being I'd ever met. Oh. And she ate Subway a lot. And I should have known and just not moved in with her when she's like, yeah, I don't cook much. There's Subway around the corner. I probably have that four nights a week. And oh. I should have just been like, I should have known. But yeah, napkins, I I agree. You, you should have a drawer in your kitchen for, for takeout things. And that can include napkins. If you're in your 20s, I, I, to, I it's totally acceptable to survive on takeout napkins. I mean, it's it's trash. It's but a it's trash thing to do, yeah. but yeah, I don't, especially have, a big corporation. We don't even have cloth Chipotle's napkins not in hurting. our place. Like we own zero cloth napkins. Really? It, so you're you're big paper paper towel guys. Well, yeah, we just don't we don't entertain do enough paper to go napkins? buy like nice stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. But like we we're just not the type of people. Like right now, with how much entertaining we're doing, we can't have someone over for dinner. There's nowhere to sit. You want to all sit at the island in a row and then have like a bartender sitting behind the other part of the island? Like that's all I can offer you right now. Well, it's, that sounds delightful. I mean, honestly. maybe, but I don't want to bartend the entire time. I heard your martini games is. I did whip up a batch on Friday for people. I, it was a little nerve wracking because I was like, oh man, like numerous people want a martini. Like, what am I going to do here? And so I, I whipped up a batch, and I have to say, they hit very well. Wow, very popular. Are you a? a a gin or a vodka martini person. I by, normally by go. Default. I normally go vodka. I did, will say on Saturday night I did have a gin martini at a restaurant, and it was served with cocktail olives, and I absolutely loved it. Mm. Mm. Love that. Mm. Two more things on this question. Yeah. Uh, one, your bedding needs to be upgraded by the time you're 24. You cannot have one pillow on navy sheets with an unduvet covered. Dude, Adam's comforter. right here, and everyone knows he has navy I know, sheets. Adam, like, why do you have to do him like sorry, that? Sorry, Adam. You need to have at least. I'm going to say at least four pillows by the time you're 25 on your bed. Okay. So two to sleep on and then two throw pillows as, like, decoration, or you need four total pillows? I'm saying you need four pillows, that two two for each side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then ideally a decorative fifth. I have, like, the support pillow and then the pillow that I really cozy up to at night. Correct. Yep. And then we have the big pillows that go yeah, on the bed the, that get thrown right. off every night. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Hence the throw pillows. You need to have throw Is pillows. Is that why they're called too. that? I don't know. Dude, that's a very. It may be the reason we <laughs> nope. might just crack the. They're the code just here. constantly throwed. <laughs> and uh, number two, I, well, and sorry on yeah, bedding, you can't have your bed on the on the box spring on the floor. No, like no, no, obviously no. you you have to have a bed frame, and yes. and truthfully, mid thirties you should have like you can't have one of those metal shitty or mid twenties I should say. Okay, the shitty <laughs> bed frames like. That come with the mattress when you buy the cheap one. Poor Adam. Because that's all you can. You know, you guys know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can buy a, a nice bed frame. Or, well, you can buy a decent bed frame on Amazon for 100 bucks. You can buy a, de- a, a nice one for 200 And you can go to an Ikea for a buck 85 and get something that's fine. I'll tell you what. That's I have, what you need. I have the, the lift kit. Of of all beds, brand man, new I, Chevy. I I am I am brand new Chevy. I I got the nine inch bot spring on top of the bed frame. That thing is wow lifted. So Brett's looking good to, right I now. I have to jump up. I to get to I my had bed. that one time too, and I I had a bed frame that had wooden slats, and they were like you know an inch thick, maybe sure. maybe a half inch thick. They were you know two by fours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to Home Depot, and I was like, yeah, these slats I've had them for years. They're starting to warp. Can you give me some new ones? And the guy was like. Oh, I got you, dog. And I was like, okay. And like All he got right. real into this. And then he gave me these two by fours that were like three and a half inches thick. He's like, you're going to be riding high. Ooh. And in fact, I, I was. And he like didn't charge, like he charged me like the broken wood price or something. He was doing some sort of scheme. 
And I didn't get it you at all. You want that guy I, in your corner, though. Yeah. yeah. I'll never forget that guy. Houston uh, Houston uh, Home Depot guy is truly a hero to me. Shots and I was him. riding high. I mean, the, the difference three inches makes when you're used to just falling into bed and then all of a sudden you kind of have to hop in like oh, you're yeah. getting out of a swimming pool. It's remarkable. It is phenomenal. When I wake up in the morning, I get to I, I kind of spin off my bed and have to kind of fall down onto the floor. It gets you going. I don't have to, like, <laughs> creak up, you know? It's nice. Got to fight gravity first thing in the morning. Absolutely. You know, the funny thing about Home Depot, too, uh, I have a guy like that at the Saratoga Springs Home Depot. I walked in one time and said, well, I was a junior in high school with my buddy Dan. Uh, we walked in and said, uh, sir, you know, like, we're looking, we tried to, around the bush we're looking to build a potato projectile machine and uh he goes oh build a potato cannon just the thing you need and took us around the entire store and loaded us loaded us up and i was like yeah it calls for a two inch barrel like he's like double that we're we're going four (laughs) four inch four inch in diameter barrel and this sucker the the pvc that we got for the batch sucker oh we loaded that thing up and it shot like 400 yards it cleared Cleared the the river that he lives on, so which wow. is four hundred yards. Impressive. Did you measure it? Uh, Google Earth, yes. Oh wow, yeah. wow. Well, that's fantastic. That's that's great. And then to the other part of the story, because I think I interrupted you, but the first part of the question. Yeah. I, okay, I fully endorse stealing napkins from Chipotle. I mean, maybe not stealing, but repurposing the napkins that you take, taking more than perhaps you need. Because and, and the other thing about Chipotle napkins, I'm sorry to get back to this. Go off. You always grab more than you would at a, re- a regular restaurant because there's always the possibility that a burrito could get messy. Oh, she can In bust. a way that a normal <laughs> – I mean, if I went to Thundercloud, I would take two napkins because that's all I would need. I haven't been to Thundercloud since the pandemic started. But not missing anything. It's not true. I do like it. Sometimes it's, I crave it. It's it weird. Is, it is the best average sub. In Austin. That's not even important. Uh, that's the last thing we need to be talking about is niche sandwich shops. But my point is, normal food may only require two napkins. Uh, and a Chipotle burrito most of the time probably only requires two napkins. But there is a circumstance where you might need to go five or six. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got ten, it's okay. And to answer the original question, you can't have those in your napkin holder on the counter. No. no. You can have them in your house. You can give them to people when they sit down to have have lunch at your house. That's okay. You can't have them on the napkin holder displayed. If, if anyone in your home, if anyone's coming over now, if you're if you're just a dude and you live by yourself, well, see, he said he had roommates too. Oh, yeah. If you're a dude and you live by yourself and you're not having any company over because you're a broke boy or whatever, live a little. You know, put them out on the counter. But if anyone is coming into your home, like if you have a date. And you think there's a chance she might be back in your your apartment later? You're hiding those napkins. Those are not living on the counter. Am I right? <laughs> poor, poor Adam is like. Oh Thanks, Adam. God. Adam took some L's. He took some L's. You know, he's not taking an L. I think I can think about it. Our friends over at Liquid IV will. They're taking an I and a V. There he is. Liquid IV is well, an a, LIV, in a fact. part of Living. my daily routine. The hot summer months are here, and we need to be proactive to keep our body fueled up and hydrated. You can't spell livid, living, without LIV. It's very true. Yeah. Have you guys tried the watermelon flavor? No, I'm still on pina I heard it slaps. I just got it in the mail recently, and it's been my go-to. I still very much enjoy a lot of their other flavors. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to just... Getting some IV in me. 
Mm-hmm. I'm all about that watermelon right w- now. Would you say it's goaded? It's close. Lemon lime for me is still going to be like the, the staple one. But overall, I think watermelon definitely has rebuyability in my book, and I will be getting some more. Making hydration a priority helps us feel healthier on a day-to-day basis and fuels us to be our highest potential. Look at, I, I didn't even realize that. I got Liquid IV right here. Yeah, you're hella sponsored up bang, right bang. now. Bang, uh, bang. One stick of a Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water, Micah, hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It's like three, <laughs> three cups of water per one Liquid IV. Uh, sure. Not only I, that. I, I'm not going to pick on you because I, I don't work here. Yeah. That's not really great copy. I'm just going to say. Well, I, I'm I'm not the one writing it. One, I know, I know, I know, but I'm I'm going to comment on it. I, liquid IV is a great product. I'm going to speak for, from the heart here. I've been using it for years. I like the liquid IV energy. Mm, I don't know if matcha. you guys have. Yep. Matcha. Yeah, the matcha. Yep. It it slaps too. Um, a packet of liquid IV in two ounces of water is going to be better than water. <laughs> I, I agree. A, a liquid IV in thirty ounces of water is going to be better than water alone. Because Liquid IV is dope. This is a good product. It's dude. a fantastic – I literally use it every day. I do too, and I also travel with it. They're not yeah. even paying me for this. It's my number one thing to put in my carry-on. I always put a giant thing of Liquid IV in my carry-on. 100%. Because I, I, they give you those little water bottles when you take off or whatever. Like, or not when you take off. When, yeah, when like you finally maybe get in, the in sky. first class, dude. And so like, just dumping one of those into it, it just immediately changes the game. Yeah. And you don't have to pee the entire flight too. It's beautiful. And, I mean, it goes without saying, they, they help with the hangover. They oh, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether I mean, if, if you're traveling to go have some fun with some friends, you need this. Whether it's the first thing in the morning when you wake up, before a workout, when you feel run down, daily hydration maintenance, or hangovers, Liquid IV is there for you. It's made with uh, clean ingredients, non-GMO vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Their CTT, cellular transport technology, is the best. It's got the optimal ratio of That's glucose. Sodium and potassium, which delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. Let Liquid IV change your life. Grab it at Liquid IV, uh, excuse me, grab it at Costco in bulk nationwide, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. How about a voicemail, guys? Let's do it. What's up, mailing crew? It's Trevcat. Um, I've been getting my hair cut by this girl I went to college with for about two years now, and um, we're pretty good friends. That's sort of why I enjoy going to see her. Uh, it's always a good time, but um, the haircuts just never turn out the way I want, no matter what pictures I show her, no matter how I explain it. They just they kind of suck, to be honest. Um, and I just I don't know how to handle it. Can I can I break up with her as a hairdresser, or is there any polite way for me to tell her that her haircuts low-key suck? Um, let me know. Love the pod. How do you break up with a hairdresser? Dumper. Like a- Dumper. <laughs> don't think twice. Ghoster. Just, you ghost her. You, yeah, you don't break up with them. It's not like, no, you don't it's have not to like make you, an announcement that, you don't walk I'm out sorry, and- I really like you. I like what we've built together. I've had a lot of good times with you. We need to think about that. Uh, unfortunately, the number one thing that you do for me, cut my, cutting my hair, you are bad at. <laughs> like, no, you don't have to do any of this. You just ghost her. That is, that's it. That's that's the list. That's the course of action. Yeah, you don't you don't tell her. Um, 
on the the next haircut you go to that this is the last one? No. You don't give her any heads up? Yeah, you don't give her a goodbye handshake. You and can do a jersey swap. <laughs> what what happens when she texts you like, hey, hey, Mark, it's been, uh, hey, Trev, Cat, it's been. She's not going to. Let's be serious. Hairdresser, they're hurting for clients in this environment. Doesn't she just need to know that she sucks at her job, though? Shouldn't he just tell her this? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not your job. That's not your job to let her know. She'll figure it out. If if she's hurting for clients, then obviously something's wrong. I Look, I love my man, Casey. Casey Medina shouts to him over at Big, Shi- Big City Barbershop. Not Big Shitty Barbershop. Big City Barbershop uh, in South Austin. Casey will fade you up. Tell him that Micah sent you. Um, How are you trying to get those referral credits? Yeah, you're you're begging. For no, I just right I now. really see. I'm trying to help my man Casey because I I have the opposite experience of this guy. Um, I have great haircuts thanks to Casey, and uh, you know we talked about things, rites of passages, perhaps things that differentiate you from being a totally, uh, you know, a clueless broke boy till you're like a decent adult. One of the shampoo and hair products is like the number one thing I always go to. Mm-hmm. The second thing I go to is having a guy or a woman who does your hair. Now, I know this guy has one, but you got to find a good one, one that you trust. It's just not the – it's so much better than going walking into a Supercuts or Sports Clips. But is, this, is it harder for this guy because he – Knows her outside of just getting a did haircut. Did he say that though? He did. I, I he said they I were thought friends. he said they well, went he to said they're friends. If you're not actually friends with her, like if you're friendly with her but not friends, so you're not going to see her after a, your next haircut with somebody else, she's never going to know or care. So just just stop going to her. It's not that hard. Yeah, that's the that's the easy thing. If you see her at Kirby Ice House or or Trev Cat, you're in. If you see her at uh, uh, what's the the big one in Denver, uh, View House. If you see her at View House, you know what. Hey, it's good to see you. I went somewhere else. I had it. No, a better you don't have to say that. She's gonna if you if your hair is cut, and she it, knows she's she gonna knows. know. She knows you went somewhere else, and she's probably not gonna ask you about it because if she's a smart, if she's a a savvy business person, she's not gonna be like, oh, I know you got your hair cut because there, there's no good answer to that. It's not like, oh yeah, I was at it. like. And then if that does happen, you just lie. Just say, "Oh yeah, I was in New York and I had to get one," or "I, I visited. I went to my grandmother's and <laughs> had to get a haircut." Sorry, she whipped it up for me. I, I have had to break up with my hairdresser before mm. because I, when I moved, just to uh, Erica Fleischman, I I was like, uh, I mean, distraught. I, I take a lot of pride in my You've hair. You got right great then. flow. Thank yeah. you. And uh, yeah, I, I had to break up with her. I, I've considered flying across the country to. To spend like a, a two night New York weekend to get my hair cut, and I'm done. But you haven't because you're a sane human. Yeah. Well, I did the first New York trip I ever did. I I did. I did in fact do that, where I, I scheduled a haircut before Christmas because I was going to be there anyway. But yeah, you know the scheduling feature of having a guy is yeah. is or a, a gal is a wonderful it's thing. Just saying you got a guy always feels good. Shouts it to, does, uh, especially to- if you trust that guy. Shouts to Sherry at Ruiz, who I will uh, shouts to. I mean, you guys are going to have trouble getting appointments haircut. if you keep shouting out your hairdresser. I know. You know what? I I don't I don't care. Well, I just, I want Casey to succeed. Go walk in over at a big city barbershop. It's a I nice did, place. Did, it's uh, next to the Jimmy John's down there. He's going to raise the price on your ass. Damn. You know what? I encourage it. The more clients he gets from you, though, the lower your price goes. That's that's what I'm. Same thinking. thing happened with my uh, masseuse. Shouts to Corelli. Spa la la. You've got a masseuse? I do. 
Wow. That's lit. She has a t- quite the technique. She, w- oh, well, like she, Man, she business walks, at wash must be pretty she? good. She walks on your back, which is cool. Oh, I've gotten one of those massages pretty before. Pretty cool. Pretty I, I was pretty skeptical about it. Uh-huh. Um, I forget why I, I purchased a single massage. I think I was training for a half marathon or something. And, and uh, she was like, yeah, I know you signed up for sport sport massage, but my specialty is the whatever it's called. I think it's it starts not, with an A. It's not nigiri, but I call it nigiri. Oh, the nigiri is, of massages. Yes. Um, but like she had uh, – Yeah, the, the, the trapeze. The, the, yeah, like – yeah, exactly. The <laughs> parallel bars up on the up on the yes, ceiling, yes. and just started stomping on me like the grapes grape stomping lady from oh. from YouTube. And, and I, thank you for the classic reference there. And uh, it was one of the best uh, massage experiences of my life. Agreed. Congratulations. Yeah, you get, they get more power per stroke. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm generally kind of weirded out by other people's feet, but once she got going, I loved it. There you go. Let's do the next one, guys. Hey, gang. I recently returned from a vacation in Charleston with a group of sick guys. A few days after returning home, we received a notification from Airbnb that we were being charged about $1,500 because the automatic gate for the Airbnb's parking space was broken and they had to have it fixed. Of the six people who went on the trip, three, including myself, flew in and took an Uber to the Airbnb, whereas the other three drove and parked it in the space with the automatic gate. Myself and the others who flew in never used the parking space and never even touched the gate. My question being, is it everyone's responsibility to split the cost of the broken gate or just the three who drove and actually used it? Extra info, the guys who drove are denying that the gate was broken when they left, and this is now turning into a shit show. Can I ask a question? Well, I, I knew that was going to happen, yeah. but go ahead. So when... If, what if you just flat out refuse to pay this? Do you just get kicked off Airbnb, or do they take you to small claims court and try to fuck you? Uh, I don't know if they try to fuck you in small claims court. They might try to get their money back in small claims court, but... Airbnb will not take you to small claims court. Yeah, you'll have... Now, the owners of this home could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you just flat out refuse to pay it because you're positive you didn't break it, like, are you are you going to end up getting in trouble for that, or you can you probably skate by and just be the asshole? You probably have a, like, your your reputation on Airbnb is dinged, so if mm. you try to book another one, it's like, hey, there's this review said you didn't pay for a broken gate, or you have, like, a blacklist where you But can't. there's a scenario here where the person who booked the actual Airbnb is not one of those three guys in the car. Totally. That's a I I've dealt with that issue before. And so that this is booker. this is the double-edged sword because obviously if you didn't drive a car, you're not paying for the gate. There's a 0% chance you fucked up the gate. Sorry. Your your buddies need to not be so shitty and pay for it if they broke it. Now, if they didn't break it, this this becomes an issue <laughs> yeah. because and let's say you're the let's say this guy is the guy who actually booked the Airbnb mm-hmm. and there and the three guys who were in the car said we didn't break it we're not paying for it he's the one who's going to be punished for this yes and that's that's a problem now I don't I don't know what the scenario here is but I, I mean it, just taking that out of it obviously the people that didn't drive shouldn't have to pay for the gate agreed. Yeah, I don't I, want any to. I don't want anybody to pay for it. I'll be honest. I think you can you can give an empty offer to help pay for the gate, but I think if you if you know that and everyone else knows that you had nothing to do with the actual gate being opened or closed, I think you just have to have to tell them like, guys, figure this out amongst yourselves. Like, yeah. I, don't put this on me. I clearly didn't have anything to do with it. Just figure it out. But I'm. I, 
It's like, you, but you don't want to stick your friends in that shitty situation because if they truly didn't do anything, then it's just like, well, why should they have to take the brunt of this? Yeah, I need, I need the rundown of the, uh, the, these three buddies. Are, like, guy, are we, do we believe the three guys or are they like, oh, that dude definitely broke a fucking gate? If you have the automatic thing, then you need to have at least, at the very least, have a camera on the automatic opening gate. Have so to. that you can That's at least point. say like, hey, I saw you guys have to manually open this when you left. You clearly broke it while you were here. Otherwise, you don't know if this guy's using his Airbnb people as just an excuse to get a free free new gate. Did this gate ever even open? That's the question. I know. That's a good question. Yeah. It, did they ever – so I, I believe it did because they said it, it worked. The, the, the gate opened. They parked and the gate closed when they left. Yeah. This guy needs – the owner needs a camera on this gate so that he can actually say like – I have evidence of this. If, if there's no actual evidence, then I think yeah. you just go to Airbnb and you're like, hey, this guy's being a douche and, totally. we, and I'm not paying this. I, I totally agree with you, actually. I've, I've, I don't even know if I've done a 180, but now I'm adamant <laughs> about what I, my, my belief yeah. here. Maybe you got to fight this thing. But I, I, also, I also don't think if oh, you're not right. one of the people involved, it's not your responsibility to fight for it. No, but there's you, gotta, you, something, can, you can wash your hands of this. I've been accused of like something similar to this, and it just pisses me off to even get my hat thrown in of, of, of being someone who needs to pay for something that I had nothing to do with. Like, don't, don't put that on me. Nope. Don't put that on me. You don't want that smoke. Yeah. Like, clearly it worked. The guy's left. Yeah, right? By the, time the, by the time the owner returned, the gate was closed. Well, like two hundred fifty dollars to fix this gate per person. If every single person paid, that's a pretty penny. Like five hundred's a lot, obviously. For th- if the three people pay, are they replacing the entire fucking gate, or is there a battery? Yeah, out? it like, seems like it seems like this is like a wiring issue or something. Unless you just straight up ran into it. I mean, I'm I'm thinking that someone was drunk and smashed into it. Sometimes you get drunk and smash. Don't drink and drive. Don't do you that. You can drink and smash, but don't drink and drive. Deal. How about a voicemail? Let's do a voicemail. Hey guys, um, last night I was out with my manager and we were with clients and I witnessed my manager um, make out with a woman that is not his wife uh, and I caught them and he is now playing the card of, oh, I was so drunk, I don't remember and we're not really talking about it, but you know, I saw what I saw. Um, yeah, he's married, and I kind of saw that happen, and I kind of don't know what to do with the information. Do I just go with the, you know, I didn't see it, or do I confront him about it? Kind of a uncomfortable situation. I'd love to hear you guys' input. Thanks. Rut row. I've got some good news for this guy. Uh-oh. He is the manager now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can hold this over your manager's head until kingdom come. Like, you can, you can do whatever you want now. Oh, you want you want summer Fridays? Congratulations, you just got summer Fridays. Uh, my favorite part of that is he said it's kind of awkward now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I bet it is. I I'm willing to bet that it is. Uh, yes, this is this is interesting. You now there's 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 some moral things in place here. Sure. Do you have a relationship with this guy outside of work? Do you know his wife? Have you met her outside of like the Christmas party? Is she a family friend? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, if, if it's awkward just because, like, she's at the Christmas dinner, like, then you can deal it's not with that it. awkward. Just yeah. figure it out. Put your head down and, and keep working. But if you, if you if, actually, like, go to the, your manager's house and have beers or, like, you go watch football with him every Sunday, something like that, I mean, then you got to tell him. You got to tell him to figure it out so you're not in the weird position. This is – here's the scenario, too. And, and I don't want to – I don't – I feel like I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but – Let's go. Uh-oh. 
your your manager did probably did not commit a crime. We're, we're not. He didn't say. Now he did say I caught him. So it wasn't like he was just openly making out with chicks at the bar, uh, and I don't condone people that aren't faithful to their to their spouses. Obviously, also uh, cosine. I don't know. right. I, I think the, the whole squad can agree on that. Um, but like, if the guy is is making out with someone who isn't his wife, like that's that is uncomfortable. That's that's not a good place to be. But it, you have to realize here's the, this is the reality. If you go to HR and say something, or if you confront this guy, or God forbid you tell the guy's wife, you're blowing up this dude's life is what's happening here. Yeah. Potentially. Now, I'm not saying that there's a 100% chance of that, but there is a greater than 0% chance that if you share share in a non-anonymous way with anyone what you saw, that this dude's, this dude's life and his family's life could unravel. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not something you want to do. For, to a superior for the degree of the the this is the, 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 the hill to die on argument offense. yes yeah like if if you're catching him banging at a hampton's house it's like yeah we're, we got to do something about this if the guy is if he's roofing people at the bar and I, then dragging yeah. them in the alley now whoa we're gonna need to we're gonna need to to say something about this behavior now I I think that you got to find a way to leverage this in your favor is, I is think so answer. but yeah you can't just go to the wife and say that because she I mean you know it's just like it's not your it's not your position it's not your yeah, you're the right. subordinate your of this guy i'm not saying you have to do everything the guy says but maybe i mean if it's if, unless you have a close personal relationship where this is going to impact your life in some other way like you're not really you're does your moral compass need recalibrating so much that you have to go tell this guy's wife to clear clear your conscience of this or can you get your conscience cleared by just hanging this over the guy's head for the rest of the time yeah I, there's no there's no right answer I, to what goes on here. But. I'll say I'll, here's here's a, here's a controversial opinion. I think that our caller is in in a position of power yeah. that he yeah, needs 100%. to exploit. This is this is a great thing for him professionally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hate to use the word exploit because I don't, I just don't, I hate that connotation. It's like moist. But you're right. You're right. Hey, the, hey, but, uh, hey. Uh, Hey, Chief, I'm going to take that Friday off. Yeah. Hey, Chief, uh, <laughs> instead of the 4% raise last year, I'd like 7 Sure. Sure. Sure you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's not in the budget. I, I think you could go find it. Uh, was Maybe it, you should go to battle for me. I'd appreciate was the, uh, I'd appreciate you going to bat for me with management because I'm, you know, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. But right. you know, I'm going to bat for you. Yeah. If I get up in the bottom of the ninth, two outs. If betting for you, I'll. Uh, you know what we're doing. You know the other concern is like I don't know. He didn't. I don't rem- think he said this was a work trip. It was with a client. Oh, it was with a client. So Ugh. that's that. Now, see, that's a, a, a wrench. Yeah, because in... it's one thing if it's like you go to happy hour with your coworkers and you turn around and Jim is making out with somebody. And you're like, this is fucking weird, Jim. Like, <laughs> why are you doing that? It's a different thing if like you're on a work trip and you're out of town, like, yeah. and he's being creepy. That's because now we're sort of exploiting. Now we're on company time, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. The company hat, like company. If the company card was thrown down here, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if oh, this, goodness. I'm assuming that because the person that called in is a listener of this podcast, I'm going to assume that they're young, they're they're early it's on in their cat. career and stuff like that. Maybe you just take this as the note, like you just kind of make a mental note, like, all right, my current manager's a little shitty. Maybe I don't want to yeah. be working under him for the rest of my life. 
that's also a fair point. Like, I, it's a good takeaway. Yeah, like it's just like you know what? Maybe maybe the takeaway that he this guy needs is just you know what? Maybe this isn't the guy that I follow professionally for the rest of my life because he clearly has some uh, interesting decision making genes. Uh, but I wonder if the the manager feels like any remorse. Oh, he you know, definitely. Was, he no, he doesn't feel remorse because he did something wrong. He feels remorse because he got caught. he was he got caught got caught. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, does he go to the does he go to a Trev cat? He's like, hey, dude. Listen, I know that's going to weigh on you weirdly. Let's uh, let's. No, you. Can, I don't know. I don't know. You never speak know. about this again. Yeah, just, but the implication is always there, especially if you confront him about him once. Like, okay, what if it happens again? I mean, if it becomes a recurrent thing, then you got to be like, dude, why, why are you putting me in this? You got you got to go find a new boss. Yeah. Don, you, I, Don I Draper over here. I think I, in that case, I find a new boss and don't blow up his life on the way out. I think that's probably you know, that I'm would doing. be the professional thing yeah. to do. Um, this reminds me of uh, old school. Yeah, the scene where yeah, this is not great. Or, excuse me, really? old school. Yeah, old school. Hard to say. Yeah, it's old school. Impossible. to What know. scene does this uh, remind you? Where uh, uh, Mitch's uh, to be girlfriend has a husband or. Or a fiance, boy, I yeah, fiance yes. who makes out with the waitress at the kid's birthday party. Oh yes, in the bathroom. Yes, of course, Craig Kilborn. Yes, great. <laughs> I'm staring right at him. How could you? <laughs> okay. How could you not remember? Yeah, how do you forget the that? Great name? Craig Kilborn. Yes, the great uh, who has not been seen from since then. But nope. uh, shouts to Craig Kilborn. Yeah. It, now the the other question becomes: Does the the manager in this case give you the Craig Kilborn? Excuse and give you the pat on the yeah. <laughs> Oh, be careful, Micah. I got hey. a mole removed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, it, you know, right sorry, this. pal. It's but okay. The the smack on the back and go. Don't say anything. It's guy code yeah, or whatever gay. he said. That's gay or what? What did he say in the movie? Said, it's it's guy code. You can't say anything. Yeah. With the with the mouthwash, he spits it out. He goes, yeah, it's guy code. You can't say anything. Yeah. You know that. You know that. He yeah. crushed that role. He, he absolutely he crushed it. that role. He killed it. And oh. I I apologize. I thought that he said something about don't be gay. No, I you're thinking think of a, you're that thinking was of the, a different the first scene. scene in the movie. The, but uh, the, I actually recently watched this movie on it was on some streaming thing, and I thought to myself, "Huh, they were right before uh, they were right before everyone uh, decided that." You yeah, know, there's we're a, hard take a hard F right in the first this. minute of the movie. Yeah, it's like yeah, they 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 were just before everything. You know, you can't do that anymore. Right, you certainly can't play that for laughs the way that they yeah. did in the no. first scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, what you can do for laughs though. Hmm. Have a busy or two. Ooh, I love cracking busies with the boys. And laughing. Love cracking busies with the boys. The option with something extra uh, makes your choice easier when you're in the store, right? I'm well aware. You walk down the aisle, Micah. You see, uh, Lord knows how many hard seltzers are. There's out a million of them. There's new ones every day. New ones every day. I think there literally is a million. But you see that orange box peeking out at you. And that's Vizzy. Vizzy. Mm. That's Vizzy, baby. Vizzy. The first hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C. Vizzy brings something unique and delicious to the table. I was doing Vizzy's this past weekend uh, in Houston. The Houston area? The Houston area, out on a patio, around a fire, perhaps. Houston's are good in humidity, or Vizzy's are good in humidity. Great in humidity. They yes. get that little sweat on the can. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. The uh, We were doing the new variety pack, so I was having some papaya passion fruit, Ooh. Um, which is my favorite flavor, besides the blackberry lemon, which is also way up there. We were just having a good time with some Vizzy's. Sounds fun. Absolutely fun. Took him on a bike ride. I don't know if that's allowed to say, but we we had a bike ride with some Vizzies. As long as it's not over-consuming, you're allowed to. No, we're just having a Vizzy on a bike ride, pumping uh, pumping some calories. Anyway. Anything's legal in Houston. Sure. Vizzy, uh, as you know, has acerola in it, right, Micah? 
Sure, what is that? A superfruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. What? You can pass these, out, crazy. At, pass these out at halftime in an in a adult soccer game. If you sure. Will, if you are That's partaking. a great idea. I don't know if Mike is going to a lot of adult soccer games. I am not. What I know about if him. you are, you have this halftime snack. Uh, on the, the email gets sent around, you have the halftime snack. Guess uh, what you're bringing? Yeah, Vizzy's. Exactly. Vizzy. I mean, I'll, yes, I, I love a Vizzy. A Vizzy's a great product. You should buy them. It's a bad day to be a Vizzy. All, do all the bits. I love it. Play <laughs> whether, the hits. Whether you're grilling, whether you're on a boat, whether you're on a beach. Maybe I'll tell you like, something I like. Sure. I like to grill, and I like to take a big Yeti cup uh-huh. and fill it with a full Vizzy and then half of a Vizzy and then drink the other half of the Vizzy while I light the grill. Wow. Oh, look at you. I'm a, I'm a too Vizzy grill daddy. Is that why last time you were on a podcast here, you took a bunch of Vizzy from our fridge, Micah? You're the Vizzy Bandit. I did. Well, I had to. Tr- I had not tried the the Vizzy Lemonades. They're good. They hit oh. different. They do hit different. So I was like, yeah, I, I didn't think anybody. I asked for everyone's permission, to be fair. Can I take some Vizzies? I didn't know that you were going to remember this and ridicule me for it months later. But, yeah. yes, I did try. I, I was like, I, I got to try these guys. No mm-hmm. offense, but got to do this. And uh, they were quite good. It's okay. Hold the proverbial phone. Have you seen the watermelons? What do you mean? There is a new variety pack watermelon. of Vizzy with oh, its no. watermelon base. No, I have not seen it. It's this. like blank watermelon, blank watermelon. Love it. I can't even believe it. I'm all in on watermelon this year, as you know, for my liquid IV. Of if course. I can match my liquid IV watermelon the morning after having a couple watermelon Vizzies, I'm all in. Summer watermelon. It is. You know what the best part is? 5% alcohol by volume, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can. And if you're doing the lemonades, that's zero grams of sugar per, per can. How about that? Wow. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. You must be 21 plus to purchase. How about a last voicemail, guys? Oh, fantastic. Hey, Brett and guest. Uh, huge fan. Um, so I have a girl that I've been dating that I invited to a wedding but I'm now realizing that I don't really want to bring her and was just wondering uh, what the kind of move was, whether I should stick it out or whether I should just cut it off now. Uh, thanks and appreciate it. Bye. I mean, rut row. I mean, this, I this guy knows what to do. He just wants confirmation that he's oh, not yeah. an asshole. You, you break yeah, up you with break her before up the wedding. Totally. Like, you... You break up with her, right? Yeah, and you also need to break up with her before she buys a dress. True. She might be shopping. It's peak shopping season. for If, if anyone has an event post-COVID at this point, mm-hmm. like you have to bet that most people that are going to that event are going out and trying to buy something new because you hadn't bought any new. That's new right. you got to get new nice fits clothes off. in like a year. They may. Yeah, that's right. I, this happened to me once, sort of. I, I, okay. I was dating someone, and uh, I got invited to a wedding, and I was – excited about it and i invited her to the wedding said i would like you to come and she was like oh that's that's really nice and i could tell like she was legitimately thrilled about it and And you ruined her she went out and bought a dress she was excited for this wedding and then the again i was a shithead this this is unintentional i promise but i was in my my mid-20s and the invitation said please save this many like blank seats on the bus for me because it was out in dripping springs oh the trip the drip. And so I said, please save two seats. And I didn't realize that the invitation said Mr. Michael Weiner and not Michael Weiner and guest. Mm. It just said me. 
So I sent it back, and about a week before the wedding, the bride called me up. And this is probably the last time I've spoken to her, actually. Um, and she was like, you didn't get a plus one. Oh. I was like, what? She's like, you can't bring a date. I was like, oh, come on. She's like, no, no, you cannot bring a date. You cannot bring a date. I'm like, okay, great. So then I had to go tell the, the woman I was seeing uh, that, hey, it's kind of funny misunderstanding here. Oh, no. Yeah. My but uh, you can't go with me. And uh, that that led to tears in a public place. I was not – I. It was it was bad. It was a bad a bad time for everybody. And then uh, the funniest thing that happened was at the wedding there was a table of for eight, which I was seated at. There were only seven people there, uh, and we kept referring to the the empty plate as her plate. Uh, and in fact, someone got up and took it for for uh, seconds at the buffet. I love, you love to see that, which was great. Somebody was like, "I'm going to go take T's plate uh, for seconds," and it was quite funny. Did you uh, point it out to the bride by any chance that hey, and, let go check this out. I didn't. I didn't, but um, she knew. (laughs) That was enough for you. One thing, and there were like fifty extra seats on the bus. Like it it certainly was not a capacity issue. I will say that if if the bride or groom finds out that you don't want to bring this girl to the wedding, you still bring her. They're going to be like, "Why did we pay for this this extra head head here if we don't? If she's not even going to be here long term? Like, what what are we doing here? Just dump her." It doesn't yeah. sound like – honestly, if they were, like, more serious and stuff and they had been dating for, like, three years, this sounds like a very recent fling to me based on how casual he was. I think you just dump her and then you free up her Saturday night and she, everything's fine. Totally. This this screams that they uh, they got a little liquored up uh, and he invited her to a wedding that he had a plus one to and had no date yet. He's having a little fun on Saturday night and he's like, oh, let's go to the wedding. That's that's a blast. Guess what? Boom. Now it's Tuesday. Yeah, you got to get rid of her. Yeah, now's the See time. You. Now's the time. Yeah. and, and I wish her the best. Whoever she is. Yeah, I'm sure she's a nice young lady, but you know, maybe this wedding's not for her. Let me ask you this. Would you rather go to a wedding uh, solo, stag, as yeah. they say, or involved with a fling that may not be a true girlfriend yet or boyfriend? So you have an opportunity. Like, on but, one hand, you have endless possibilities. But there aren't that many I'm, opportunities to just bring a fling to a wedding. I know. That's my issue. That's, there's, like, rules against I, that. You right? know what? In your 20s, I feel like I, I most of the weddings I got invited to, as an unmarried man, I got a plus one. Sure. I've had plus ones. I feel like it's a mixed bag sometimes. I, just, I, don't, I don't really know. I feel like by the time that I went to the majority of my weddings, I was already solidly with somebody, so it was never a question. Mm-hmm. So I guess I've never really thought about it. I did once bring a friend to a wedding. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the first kind of th- time I ever did anything like that. And it de- was definitely going to be the last time after how that wedding went. Ooh. Because it, like, it... Terrible scallops? <sighs> the issue for me was that the people at the wedding knew that she was a friend. And so I gave clearance to a guy at the wedding. I was like, hey, oh. if you want to take a run at her and, you know, see what it's all about, then Ooh. absolutely do that. And I confirmed with her that that would be okay. I was like, hey, this, guy, this guy's into you. We'll throw in bounce But then it kind of screwed me over because then it looked like I was just getting cucked the whole wedding even though I, had, I was completely platonic with the girl. Mm. And so it was like, you know, what, what am I supposed to do here? Like, I can't just go, like, talk to a bridesmaid or something. I just kind of put myself in a corner at that point. It was like, yeah, this was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. That's I had tough. to make sure she was having fun the entire time because she didn't know anybody compared to me. And I was like, I don't know what to do. That's true. You got to think about that. Yeah. Uh, if you bring somebody that you you got to have, they have to be able to have fun with other people. Mm-hmm. If it is a fling, or else, yeah, you don't want to be tied to someone that you barely know at this wedding. Correct. Yeah. Unless, unless they are a a progressing fling, and you think going to a wedding could could 
uh, accelerate the next step. Because weddings are fun. If that's something you want. Correct. What do you think, Micah? I, every time I think about Wayne's, I just think about the Dan Register story. <laughs> yes. In which he went to a wedding. I forget where. They, it was somewhere outside of Austin. It was in Florida. I was in Florida. And he brought his girlfriend with him. She di- he was not invited. <laughs> he was absolutely did not get a plus one. And Dan knew this. Yeah, he before knew Before they in. left to Florida. And like I think they made a weekend out of it, and he's from Florida, or, or well, he went to school there or whatever. And then at the wedding, she just sat at the bar inside of the wedding venue, and like she was dressed up, I think. Yeah. Like it's not like she showed up in jorts or the female equivalent of jorts, you know. So she was like appropriately attired, but then like just like said like come sit down, like a staff member gave him the okay i forget what it was or they gave her a plate like and she ate a meal at it was one of the most bizarre circumstances and then she just sort of crashed the wedding and and dan acted like nothing went wrong and i i believe there was some feedback from from the the bride who was not too pleased yeah we definitely had dan on uh, touching base to discuss that whole situation and it was like he could not have botched it more but that's what's beautiful about dan yeah and i just i can't think of any question related to to weddings and etiquette without thinking of that <laughs> Uh, just yeah, every step of the way, he made the wrong mistake. He, he made. You the love wrong to choice. see it though. Yeah, it's legendary. Wait Shouts to Dan. Can't get here soon enough. You know. Last question. Shouts to guys. the drinking bros. Too. Brett, an esteemed guest. To set the scene, everyone in this story is 24, and each of us has been with our respective sig other since high school. My girlfriend went to Redacted for a bachelorette party, and my best friend's girlfriend was there with her. My friend's girlfriend may or may not have made several questionable decisions with a man that was part of an accompanying accompanying bachelor party that they met. It was also the groom, nonetheless. My girlfriend told me everything that happened, but when my friend's girlfriend broke the news to him, she only said I flirted and drank with this guy and I didn't feel bad like I should have. She forgot to mention the skinny dipping and naked activities I cannot confirm if boots were knocked. I was told it didn't happen, but who knows? They decided to go on a break, but what do I do? In my experience, going on a break usually ends with a split. Do I tell him everything that actually happened because he has the right to know, or do I not say anything because I know it would hurt him? If he asked me, I know I can't lie to him. He's one of my childhood best friends. Love you guys. Okay. We've had a similar situation on this pod, but I think this is a little different. Here's where I'm drawing the line. If this dude was at the bachelor party and saw his buddy's girlfriend naked with another dude, then you got to tell him. There's a, you don't even have to think twice. Yeah. This is just what it is. You, he has to at least know. It's his decision what he wants to do from that point forward. Even if this dude's girlfriend was in the same room with the naked people. And she told him it's not his place to tell his buddy. He just he he's going to put too much heat on his own girlfriend. He's going to put too much heat on the scenario because there's deniability. He like I I'm sorry. This is this is a tricky one. This the the X factor here for me, the variable here for me is this guy, the guy who wrote in, mm-hmm. his girlfriend. His girlfriend. 
she's the X factor here because she she already has has completely pushed it to him. Yeah, she did. She did unfairly. That I, I yes. will add uh, because if this guy goes and tells his friend, which would be the noble thing to do, mm-hmm. then that shows to the the girl who made the mistakes, like, hey, my friend just absolutely ratted me out. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't go to his friend, he looks like a bad friend. Uh, he. You know, runs the risk of having him his best friend get back together with this girl who's clearly a little shitty. I deep down, I want to say you tell him. Yeah, I think that you would have to tell the like this guy needs to tell his girlfriend like, hey, by the way, I'm uh, gonna throw a grenade in this situation. I'm gonna tell him what happened because I don't think he should get back together with her, and like I just don't want to even run that risk. He is right in that most and breaks, all, and all signs are gonna point back to you. Yeah, yeah. But the, like, this does this girl need someone to tell him so that she can just get rid of him and not have to worry about going on a future trips to Redacted and getting naked and doing stuff and skinny dipping? The, the other question is, does the girl who witnessed this, is, is she telling her boyfriend because she doesn't want to tell, because she doesn't have a relationship with the other dude? Or right. at least they're close enough. Like, she's to... thinking, like, there, there's the other two scenarios here. One, she tells her boyfriend because she's shitty. And now he has information that he doesn't want to have, necessarily. Uh, this, yeah. he's, this guy is, our our, <laughs> our caller, or our writer is in a position that he does not want to be in. Correct. And so it's either his, his girlfriend was shitty for doing that, or his girlfriend knows that she can't have the conversation with the other dude, but that her boyfriend can like she, she told she either she's either mindless, uh, shitty person, or she's very mindful, and she knows that this is the way this is going to work, and she knows that it's going to get back to her. So from that perspective, you may be right. Maybe she's just like, I'm going to tell him because he's got to tell Jim. I've I, the more I think about this, the more I'm positive that you got to tell tell your friend this. Mm-hmm. It, the and a, a difference maker here is that it's not just like a fringe friend. He literally says, "My best friend's girlfriend." Yeah, it's your best friend. You got to you got to look out for him. You yeah. got to tell him what happened. Yep. Be like, hey, even dude. though like it, it, it's gonna, it, we are getting really, we're setting up for a grenade here because the girlfriend not only did something, but then she lied to him about it. Said, "I only flirted and drank with a guy." When naked. the naked stuff, naked. When the naked. By the way, like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Jim, she forgot to tell you that she was naked with this dude in the pool. He needs to tell him. That's my take. That's my stance. Like, just tell him. Let, let, let everyone else sort him out. Yeah, this is not your place to be the arbiter of of yeah. Breakups. Go you know on, what? Get two beers in you and be like, all right. The reason I brought you out is because I heard a little rumor that there was some some extracurricular activity that happened on the redacted trip. Maybe you should rethink this break and just maybe break it off completely. Yeah, nip it, nip it now. Yeah, you know if they're on a break, you're probably right. If he they o- were still together, I think that makes this much more difficult. Yes, yes, I forgot about that part. The, the fact that they're on a break gives you gives you the the it, runway it does. to, to it land does. the plane and tell them, hey, you know, it, it's it, your buddy may not be asking for relationship advice, but if he, if he's on a break, especially with somebody he's been in a relationship with for years, mm-hmm. as said going back to high school. You owe him the, you owe him not only the truth, but also like, if you're having beers with the guy, you owe him the the responsibility to give him a little relationship advice, and based on what you know, you've gotta you've gotta come clean. the The other way to play this would be like you go have two beers with Jim, and you know that Jim is, <laughs> like, 
you know Jim is going to talk about his, his girlfriend that he's on a break with. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to happen. You you don't go have two beers with Jim and not know that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you just wait for him to ask what you think. Yep. Maybe. And then you go, well, what did you hear about – what did she say about this event? Mm-hmm. And you go, I heard some other things. And then you, you kind of break it to him that way. I like that, Mike. I don't know. I mean, like we're – Again, I don't know if I would do that in real life. We're trying to talk about strategic things to do, which we're breaking down on a hypothetical podcast. No, it's very uh, but real. But we're thinking about this strategically. <laughs> it's I it's think an actual podcast. Sa- well, yeah. I know I sound like a sociopath, though, uh, trying to trick your friends into telling them things, manipulating your own friends. But that's what we're here to do. I don't hate we're diving deep. getting him a little buzz and being like, so tell me what happened. Like, give me all the details. And then when he's telling it, just go like, kind of give him a look. Oh, I kind of heard. I heard it might have been a little bit more than that. You yeah. might want to go explore. Yeah. But I, no matter how you tell him, I think I think the end answer is that you, you give yeah. him a heads up. And the fact off. that they're on a break is is key here because if if she said, oh, I just flirted with some guy at the bar, we took shots, and they're still together, and then you're like, bro, I got some bad news to tell you. The first thing he may do would be, well, who told you that? Yeah. Well, where'd you hear that? You weren't there. And now all of a sudden you got to throw your own girlfriend under the bus or vouch for her. It's just ew, that's that's not good. I think the the break you got to you got to confront this. You have changed my mind, Will. Let's ride. How about that? Well done, guys. That'll do it for the questions. Before we get out of here, we have shower thoughts. Oh, good. Do we have sound effects for this? We don't. Uh, but you we should. Work, you should work on that. Oh, I <laughs> I have looked up uh, shower like sound effects on YouTube. To find something similar, and they all just sound like like boiling steam. So uh, okay. there needs to be more of like a drip, maybe a towel snap, maybe a, you know just shower stuff. Sure, Which soothing is over, overrated, shower. Right? Uh, on that, who's note, going first here? I'll start first because I just want to get this out of the way real quick. Driving around Austin lately, there's a lot of, a lot of construction. They call it the Crane City, and uh, do they on South? Yeah, I'm on the, some circles. I'm on South. It's also the summer of flip flops at Chinos. I don't know if you're no, no. the same circles. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, I'm driving around on South First, and there's a new building going up, and there's a crane that is lifting what appears to be tons, literal tons of material, swinging it out over the roadway as I look up through my sunroof, and I feel uh, the thought there being like, "What the fuck?" and what is the chance that that breaks free of the seemingly very skinny cable and falls directly on top of me. And I just, I, I something about the construction sites in the city feel, feel dangerous in general. And that uh, being the, the main focus of mine, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. That's just an observation I had in the shower. Hmm. I, I have never gotten the impression that uh, the construction industry in Austin is particularly dangerous, but yeah. It's thank you for making me scared the next time I go under a crane. Yeah, next time you see one of those cranes, see what they're lifting with, and and it's like a a quarter-inch cable, and you're like, huh, that doesn't equate the cable and the the large bucket of, uh, you know, stone that you're lifting in the wind. It's a constantly changing urban environment. You must be careful. You should always show And real quick, observation number two, Love Island, if not already, will surpass The Bachelor in influence in this country very, very soon. Dude, this is the week of Love Island at Watch Media. You can you can tell that this show is about to take off because everyone's talking about it. This show is electric, and I am locked in. That'll do it for my shower thoughts. Micah or Will, would you like to take the floor? Up to you, Micah. Sure, I'll take this. And, and uh, 
I will also say that if you're interested in my shower thoughts and my thoughts in general, you should just subscribe to Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. Volume 52 coming this Monday. It's free at micahweiner.substack.com. Well, there's a couple things that come to mind. Most of the time when I'm in the shower, I'm thinking about grilling meat. And uh grilling with me? grilling. Grilling, yes. And and uh there's often something as you guys as as newsletter readers know, there's also often recipe corner where sure. I feature some recipes that intrigue me that are interesting. I like that you flip flop between cocktails and, and food. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you need a drink, sometimes you need food too. Um The best thing that I made this year was this grilled pork dish. Which I don't get to make pork at home. This is other things that I think about in the shower. Because Caitlin, my beautiful fiance, uh, does not enjoy por- pork. It's not like really? a moral high ground. She Although like, she doesn't like porking. <laughs> she she enjoys bacon, and and her favorite cold cut, ham. Hey, well, so so I, you I, tell her that like you you like pork. You just don't like the idea of of pork. I, the other I don't of, know. I've tried, and I've just sort of like. It's not going to – it's a battle I just can't win. Huh. And it's also weird because I enjoy eating pork on occasion. And, like, you, you, I'll never go to a restaurant and be like, I'll have the pork. You can't do that. No, so it's like I'm not ordering chicken at a restaurant. Wasn't your favorite movie growing up, Porky's? Never saw Porky's. Anyway, uh, it was a roasted pork dish. I had to wait for her to be out of town or something. I actually grilled it at my sister's house. And uh, you, it had this hot uh, spicy vinegar butter sauce. I mean, it felt like cheating, basically. You just cook a, a big piece of meat, and then you just slather it with butter and hot vinegar, and and uh, it was quite good. So, so I think about that often. There was something else I was thinking about, but it couldn't have been that important. So generally just grilled meats uh, available at Micah's Read of the Week. Thank wow. you, Micah. Will? So – Oh, actually, I have one other thing, Will. <laughs> I'm not – I haven't said any of this publicly. Great. Wow, thank you for breaking news on this podcast. I'm currently watching Big Brother. Oh. Okay. This is a show that Caitlin has watched for many years, and she finally broke me into watching it. Uh, we watched it last season, and I'm back in, and I will say this season is much better. It's a, it's an intriguing show. It is a stupid show. It is a patently unfair show, and much the way I had issues with Love Island because the producers just changed the rules for no reason, anytime they want. That's the beauty of these shows. It's it's a big problem for me. I, Why? Because Big Brother just arbitrarily changes the rules as the show goes along, and there's money on the line. This is this is a game show that has a cash prize. Uh, I find it, it it would just be like if, if What's during the, cash the NBA, prize, though? it's seven hundred fifty k. Oh, that's year. different. Then I was going to say if it's like Love Island, which well, is yeah, done by the same what, people, they get fifty k or something. It's fifty. It, now they're doing a hundred in the U.S., but in the U.K., where it is the biggest thing, it is still just fifty thousand dollars for split that's between two insane. people. They just know that the like, if you're on that show, you're not going on to get the prize money. At the end. No, you're going you're there, on to make a name for yourself. You're there for your Instagram, and yeah. and I respect that. So I will just say uh, I I don't like myself. For watching Big Brother, it's on two or three times a week. I don't know how it's it's too much. Uh, shouts to Julie Chen Moonves though. I I like her. I like uh, just the, her general aura. I, I'm into what Julie Chen uh, Moonves brings to the table. But Big Brother, it's a show, and I, I'm watching it. That's my shower thought. Interesting. Are you ready for mine? Yeah, hit us. So when a dog gets into an elevator, mm-hmm. 
and then the elevator either goes up or down, and they get released out of the elevator. Does the dog realize that it's going up and down, or does the dog think that it's, like, teleporting? Hmm. Does the dog think that the world is moving around the elevator? Do you think dogs understand the fact that they're starting up on one floor and ending up on, like, the ground level? So you're asking if, if your dog thinks that that when you get into the elevator, it's like getting into a magical chute mm-hmm. where they end up on a different floor. Yeah. Um, How I, would a dog ever know that the well, elevator was up feel, and down? You feel a little bit of when rising sensation. You've seen your dog, sometimes they like brace themselves a smidge when it starts to go up. But does their brain compute the fact that we're that you're in no. a, a moving no, box? No, the, the dog like, They know that you're moving, so they're bracing themselves, but like... The, I just feel like they, they don't know what's on the other side of that door when it opens. They could go up and down that elevator a million different times. And I feel like the, every single time there's still anticipation like, where, where the fuck am I going right now? Let me ask you this. Does Rosie get excited to go down the stairs from your apartment the same way she would down the elevator? Like, hit her like Rosie, you want to go outside? Is the same excitement level attained whether you're doing the stairs or the elevator route it's different right now Um, it's different i would say that at our old place where micah and i were roommates and quarantine buddies i would say that you know she knew the stairs were a good thing because she knew exactly where those stairs led to yep which was the dog park which was the dog park so if she was going down the stairs she was excited every single time and there was no feasible way that i would take an elevator down those stairs because it it, it just doesn't match up in that apartment complex Mm -hmm. But right now, Rosie knows that there's a delayed gratification when we start going out. And so she doesn't get excited until we actually are outside and she knows that she can go do something. Really? Because right now there's a 50-50 shot. If she gets in the elevator and we're going to the first floor, that means that we're going outside and she can either play or poop. If we're getting in the elevator and she goes down to the ground floor, that means that she's about to be in a car, which she does not, not like. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a fan of. And so, like, mm-hmm. part of me is just wondering, like, is she just hoping the entire time that we're in the elevator? Like, man, I really hope these doors open and I'm not in the parking garage. But it's hard to say. Interesting. I googled whether or not dogs understand elevators, and I, I, it's TBD. It's mostly about <laughs> there's been mostly a whole about lot of research done on that topic. Well, it's mostly about dogs and whether like if they're scared of elevators. Like it's it's a it's it's all fear based online. Whereas I just want to know if dogs understand that elevators move, and the world is not just adjusting to what that dog is doing. Interesting. Uh, this is a, this is man. Now I see why this show is so successful. Uh, now that Dylan and Kayla are gone. First of all, we, who needs them? And second of all, this the shower thoughts a great segment. Yeah, thank you. Perfectly, perfectly executed by Will's. Uh, that's a perfect shower thought. I've been thinking I'd about this for a very too. long time. I'm glad you saved. I'm glad it you shared show. it. Every that was time. much better than I watch Big Brother now. No, that was good though. You're a Big Brother guy. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be known as a Big Brother guy. Can I have a, uh, finish up with a shower take? Yeah. Sure. Uh, the Bob Armstrong dip at Matt's El Rancho. Oh, slaps. Vastly. Uh, Worse than just the chili con queso at Matzel Rancho. And that'll do it for the Mail-In Podcast this week. Thank you, Will DeFries. Micah's not even going to entertain that thought. Thank you, Micah. Where can the people find you again? Oh, thank you for asking, Brent. Well, first of all, they, they can subscribe to the podcast in the description link to this po- uh, the description of this podcast. The subscription link is in the description of the podcast. There it is. Uh, which I'm sure Brett will be sharing with us. Of course. Thank you. Uh, it's michaelweiner.substack.com. You can also find me on Instagram or on Twitter, at Michael Weiner. I got my Twitter back, by the way, even though I got Congratulations. hacked. At Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. If you go there, catch me with a follow. You can follow me on, uh, you know, Peloton, Bad Boys of Pelly, still going strong. Team follow back. Uh, carry on. Carry on. All, the link in my bio on uh, both Twitter and Instagram will get you to all the podcasts. 
please listen and subscribe. Thank you. Will, real quick, where can the people find you? Substog. At Substog. Thank you guys for uh, hopping on. Shouts to Adam on the ones and twos. We will see y'all next week. Bye-bye.